Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Brooke, did you know that CVEN is offering its certification exams at no charge during the month of May? No way. What's the catch? <laughs> Brooke, there is no catch. From now until May 31st, anyone can certify in any of the CVEN solutions in just a few steps. First, you choose the certification that best suits your skills, then you start studying for the exam. You can join a study group, binge on some online training videos, and take the test on your own time. After that, share your newly earned credentials with your network. Wait, this sounds a little too good to be true. Is this only for hotel and event professionals? Nope, this includes hospitality students as well. You know what? I did hear about this. I heard it also includes the new venue sourcing certification. That's for event planners and organizers who use the Cvent supplier network. Yep, and it's at no cost. Anyone can get certified by going to cvent.com slash certification. You don't need a code or special link. This is free to all meetings and hospitality professionals through May 31st. Cvent's offering free training as well. And this is such a great opportunity for meeting planners, suppliers, and even students. Since March, over 12,000 professionals have registered to get certified. You can join them by going to cvent.com slash certification. And we wanted to bring you some positive vibes and good news on this special Friday episode. Today, we're joined by one of my favorite colleagues, Kim Siegel. She's a senior principal account manager here at Cvent, and she's going to talk about some of the things that she and her clients are doing during this downtime. Yeah, Kim is always so much fun to talk to, and you're not going to want to miss these tips. I mean, honestly, I just wish we could have Kim on the podcast more often. She's so much fun to talk to. She is so much fun. So let's get to the conversation with Kim. so much for joining us on the podcast today. Well, I think I just want to hear you guys talk more about how great I am. And, <laughs> and so, um, no, but I am personally very honored. You know, I love this podcast. You know, I'm a mega fan. Um, so honored to be here today. And if I can inspire or at least entertain at least one of my event producers, then I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, we have tons of stuff to talk about today. But before we get into that, Kim, can you just tell us about how you came to work at Cvent? Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up in college. And right out of the gate, I got lucky enough um, from networking to introduce someone to the event planning world and started working for a third party event company in Washington, DC, and then did that for a year with manual processes and was really burned out already um, as such. And so I kind of switched gears and, and, and got introduced to Cvent from a dear friend and started in the client services world where I kind of you know, supported the more of the product technical side of the relationship and then quickly <laughs> moved into more of the um, client facing on the account perspective. And eight years later, here I am. And, you know, it's crazy. I mean, when I started, it was like 500 employees and now we're like 5,000. So pretty crazy. Such a wild ride. Yeah. I still remember the first day I met you. You have a lot of energy, really positive outlook. That's why I think you're perfect to come on the podcast and just kind of like tell us what you've been hearing from some of the you know meeting planners and event producers that you've been working with. Um, 
you know, I know there's like a lot of different topics that we could talk about, but I was going to kick off with exercise because this is the one thing that I hate doing. And especially when we're in quarantine, we're like, how do we still stay active? Like what are people Mm -hmm. doing? Definitely right now you you get such a diversity of what people are doing because everyone's in different situations, whether it's professionally or personally. Some event producers are furloughed. Some event producers are busier than ever. And so I totally and wholeheartedly think that exercise is so important. Um, You know, just for me personally, I was OCD and a germaphobe before all this. And so the thought of even going outside is intimidating, but I started to walk my dog with my boyfriend, right? I never did that or had the opportunity to do that during the day. So that opportunity to go outside, walk the dog is mentally like such a great thing to just walk away. Um, But there's also a lot of free apps more than ever um, from the business side, like Orange Theory, for example, all of their storefronts are closed. They're also a client. Um, and so they shifted their business model to give people access to like their app. So you think people can do orange theory exercises right at their home or even, you know, I bought a, like a hundred dollar bike for my mom on Amazon and we set up a monitor in front of the bike. And now she has a Peloton experience without shelving out a pretty, a pretty good chunk of money. <laughs> I mean, I will say two of my girlfriends got it during this and they're obsessed. So yeah. Yeah, I love that. You could just like, you could just like use the Peloton app and change any old stationary, you know, bike to this Peloton experience, which made FOMO, right? Like so <laughs> many people are using it right now. I know. <laughs> I have so much FOMO right now. I'm with you. I don't, I mean, I am a little weary of going outside too. I'm not really into the whole, you know, exposing myself unnecessarily, but I have a hack that I have done. I bought this thing called a Treadly and it's this treadmill that's like three or four inches thick and it just slides right underneath my RLC, the red leather couch right behind me. <laughs> and I just pull it out and I will walk or I will lightly jog and I just position my TV in front yeah. and I watch all of my garbage reality TV that I love, you know, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Might as well get some exercise while I'm watching something, you know, that's rotting my brain. Well, I mean, speaking of that, like, what are we even doing for entertainment these days? I mean, I know, Cody, you have a pretty good list of trashy TV that you love, but how are other people staying entertained out there? Um, Personally, big fan of trashy television. Have always been. I mean, I think when you're working so hard, you need to, like, kind of unplug. And watching something like the Kardashians or, gosh, anything on Bravo, um, it's just so nice to have, like, that 30 minutes or that hour going to sleep and really just turning it off. And so um, from entertainment perspective though, um, like UNC is one of my uh, clients. I would be remiss not to kind of mention the ESPN documentary about Michael Jordan. We were chatting the other day um, with my contacts at UNC and they were the first to admit that the documentary was so well produced They tease it out enough so you can't like binge on it. Um, So they release it out in segments, but you learn so much about Michael Jordan because there's so much content out there about him that you never knew. And speaking of ESPN, it's sports. So my boyfriend kind of loves it right now because 
there's no sports. There's literally not even a sports section in the newspaper. Like I remember that day my boyfriend opened up the newspaper and he was like, there's no sports section. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Do you want to talk about it? So sports are, sports are coming back though. I heard golf is coming out soon. I don't yeah. look or like golf. I mean, Great. but no, golf is like a really like it's a socially distant sport to play, right? Like you could really have a lot of space between the people, and you get outside and get some of that exercise we just talked about. Having something that you can watch with your because you're all stuck together in the same house, right? So it's entertaining for both of you. It kind of has that like sports angle, but it's a really good story for you too. That's awesome. And like, get creative like i know that like from an entertainment perspective like there's so many of these like um you know tribute uh, concerts like now virtual um so it's planning that also with your significant others or your friends and watching it together and having like an entertainment experience together and make it special and, and and more kind of um cherishable to the experience you know Yeah. It's like, we can almost take a page from these event producers books and instead of just like sitting down and watching a movie, make an experience out of it, pop some popcorn together, you know, like just kind of make a day of it. Even Cody and I were um, doing a bingo night tonight, you know, like virtually just, you know, let's get everybody together and just have a good time because we're all kind of lonely in our Mm -hmm. own spots so I have to pry Cody away from the TV and his like love is blind or whatever he is watching (laughs) well I mean I love love is blind I have to say I might I'm for everybody out there listening I am not ashamed to admit that I am full-on obsessed with the 90 day fiance oh same yeah yeah it's insane it sucks you in you watch it that is my guilty pleasure and like when you have a full day at work and you know you're exhausted i love just checking out with the 90 day fiance it's so ridiculous i love just watching the crazy events unfold but what i also love about this is that i watch it on sling tv and sling tv is awesome like Mm -hmm. it's inexpensive there's tons of channels that you can get and what I love, too, is that it integrates, too, with a virtual experience. Uh, Sling TV is an app you can get on the Oculus device. And Brooke and I are obsessed with VR. We each have Oculus devices. And Sling TV is something that you can both watch together. So you guys can, we, we live, you know, we're, we're stuck apart, but we can both log in to our Sling accounts and watch the same program. And it looks like I'm right next to her. So it kind of tricks me into thinking that I'm having some friends over. Well, we even went, what, hang gliding the other day? Through yeah. The together. There's all kinds of fun virtual experiences that you can do. Now, I know, I know not everybody has, you know, access to Oculus Go or VR headsets, but it sounds like there's some other cool virtual experiences out there too. Yeah. I mean, I just got introduced actually to like a lot of national parks and a lot of like national zoos are actually live streaming their, whether it's like my favorite is the Panda Cam. Um, but, cool. you know, right now more than ever, getting access to what used to have been a live experience is there's probably a virtual component. So um, like the National Zoo, for example, in Washington DC has that Panda Cam. So I personally just pull it up just to like smile <laughs> and look at something like really cute. And I know like my other clients, even with their kids, like to do that as an experience um, with their kids as well. 
That's cool. I've even started following some of like the zoos and things like that on social media because nobody can go to the zoo. So they're like letting the animals out to like interact with each other. And it's the cutest thing in the entire world. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, there's been some benefits, tremendous benefits from all of this too. I mean, the national zoo just reported that the pandas who've never mated in the last 10 years during the quarantine have finally made it. That's all they wanted to be left alone for a little bit and stir up some romance. That's cute. I know. I actually saw, okay. So one thing that's happened to me over quarantine is an obsession with TikTok, which I am entirely too old for, but I think we all know what's happening. You know, we're all doing it. And there was one where the whole family got together. So this isn't really a virtual experience, but they got together and everybody who was stuck together each replicated their favorite restaurant in different rooms of the house. And then they went on like a food tour throughout the house. So like each family member was in charge of one experience in each room. Like how cute is that? That's really cute. I mean, I think cooking right now and food is like, the only thing that I can really plan right now. And I think a lot of my customers can relate. Like, you know, the idea of planning something like a program is a little bit overwhelming. Totally understand. It's just the nature of where we are. But I can plan what I want for dinner. I can plan if I want to take out, maybe. I mean, they're doing like just down the street, uh, like local gourmet in McLean, Virginia, while they're not a grocery store, I just asked them um, with this order, can I buy some bread? Can I buy some, your amazing aioli? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they want business right now more than ever too. So, so many restaurants are providing so many alternative options, whether it's takeout, curbside, delivery of alcoholic beverages. Ooh, that's I thought alcoholic um, or boozy popsicles were being delivered in some cities. I wish it was a little bit warmer for that. And I would probably do that. Um, yeah. So just like owning the health side of eating out a lot, especially in the beginning, a lot of my customers are now like, okay, we're here for maybe until July. So let's start getting healthy. And so they're cooking way more than ever. And there's so many celebrities, celebrity chefs specifically on Twitter who are providing like live cooking demonstrations. So if you know of one or you want to go on like Instagram, there's tons of experiential walkthroughs with like Jose Andreas, which is amazing. And then they have like the meal kits too. Like even some of the local restaurants here in Portland, like they will give you the meal kit and then you kind of like finish it at home, you know, bake it or whatever you need to do, warm it up. And it's kind of a cool, it's more of an experience, right? Than just a meal. hundred percent. We did Cinco de Mayo. I put a medium request on Outlook for my parents and my boyfriend. Yes, I'm 31 years old and live with my parents. That's another conversation for another story. Um, and it was exciting. Like I found a 2009 Syracuse Cinco de Mayo shirt. I got excited again. And it made me realize like we made this event fun. We had such a great night. We cooked our own dinner. Now the taco Supreme that I got on Instagram didn't look like the picture. Never does. It tasted amazing. I totally get that. Cody, I think you tried a meal kit too. 
I, yeah, I'm really into these meal kits, to be honest. I, so one of the things that I have really been into recently is at first I would just make my dinner and I'm by myself. So I would just eat it and it would look however, and I didn't care. But after like three or four weeks, I started realizing how much I enjoy like a nicely plated meal. So I've been thinking a lot about it and it's kind of bringing me back to civilization a little bit. Like I, I'm really taking some time to make it. And I'm just by myself, sitting by myself watching 90 Day Fiance. But I make my meals look more enticing now. And I think that's really important. I do like meal kits. I tried one out though recently that was like one of those keto meal kits. And I think I lasted two weeks. Like I can't do keto guys. Like this is not the time to be doing two keto. days. No, it was probably closer to two days. You're right, Kim. I'll be you honest. Got two weeks worth of meals, but probably only ate them over two. I days. know. Well, I mean, I li- I like to eat, and I, I feel can. like they give you these tiny little free samples of food, and I eat it, and then I have a second meal afterwards. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have a quarantine ten that I need to get rid of after this. Like, I own it. Why? You look great. I, thanks, bro. Right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, get out your you know walking machine or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's one thing that I am not doing, and I think I should be, is reading books. Because, I mean, I'm listening to books, and I listen to a ton of podcasts, but reading is not happening as much as I need it to. What My vice do? president, Ashley Baber, has been trying to instill reading onto me for, like, forever. And before the quarantine, I went to Canyon Ranch, and I took her advice. And I started to read Knowing Your Value. Oh. Um, and it's really good, but I'm on page 40 and it's been it's pretty three good. Months. Yeah, thanks. I, I think, you know, maybe by the time I'm 50, I'll finish it. But get it on you know, audiobook. It's just yeah. everyone, I mean, you know, for me, it's I'm I'm busier than ever. And that's definitely understandable on kind of the new hats everyone's playing. And so I personally love the idea of creativity. And so I, you know, it's just about what makes you happy. And sometimes it's getting up in the morning and putting on a dress and putting makeup on. Um, It's like kind of like you said, Cody, like it provides back the routine. So if that's, you know, working out again, if that's cooking more, if that's reading, like just really kind of what's important. And it takes time. I have my once a week meltdown like anyone, but I realize with my customers as well as whatever makes them happy, they have to figure that out themselves. So if they're not happy, it's kind of shifting the mindset. It all comes down to the mindset. Um, I actually really have been getting into um, like yoga and like mindfulness uh, music um, on Spotify and just upgraded, just upgraded to premium game changer. Um, but the yoga, like Adrian um, home, Adrian has a, a, a YouTube channel that is called home. It's yoga with Adrian. It's 30 days. And it's funny, like, so many of my clients have never done yoga or their husbands actually are the ones that into yoga and they loved it. Um, I do not work with her. I do not, I have, but I'm, obs- I think I have a woman crush on her. 
I love this. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of stuff you can do at home. And like, to your point, there's free content out there where we haven't really seen it before. So we talked about some of the virtual experiences where you can go to a museum that you is, you know, across the world or across the country, you can, um, read books. And I mean, even like the library, I think if you have a library card, you can download, is it, uh, Cody, you used it. Is it Libby? And yeah. Libby. Just access your library books virtually or, you know, download them and you don't actually have to go to the, to the library for that. Um, Harry Potter, I think is like on audible. You can get every single Harry Potter book. Um, what about podcasts? I mean, besides how great events happen, which podcasts <laughs> are, are, you know, event professionals <laughs> listening to or, or you just for fun. Um, I think that right now, a lot of people are, looking at like YouTubes as well. So like, like I'm, I'm a sucker for like a good light, small chunk of a video. Like I can play it, I can laugh and then get on to my day. I think so my event producers as well. Like I'll send them stuff, just like random stuff, like articles or videos. And they just appreciate some lightweight content right now. So yeah, I feel like people are craving content. And, um, you know, I've even heard that, and I'm a personal fan of crime podcasts. I've probably mentioned that a thousand times, but um, even listens to those are kind of down right now because people want good news. They're looking for content. And a lot of people are even doing things to enhance their careers, even if they are, you know, furloughed or have a little bit of time. And this is a great opportunity to kind of sharpen your skill set and maybe you know, get out there and do some networking, you know, virtually as well. I mean, I think the smartest event producers that I work with are doing exactly that. Absolutely. Um, you know, most of them are either taking advantage of, you know, CVEN certification or again, like just fine tuning, whether that's their professional development or just their day-to-day -day operational job. So they're getting like, some of them, the creativity that I'm seeing is just unbelievable. They're re-looking, while this has been a, you know, a, a huge shift in so many different ways, I'm seeing this pivot, they were seen the Friends episode, that word can be annoying. They're shifting their, their mindset on looking at what does this event landscape look like, whether it's live, whether it's virtual, and being so creative, whether that's their IT system, um, infrastructure and what that looks like. They're looking at their data. They're asking questions. They're doing a lot of research. They're going to a lot of, you know, virtual events. People are just craving content in a new way as well. Like a lot of what they're craving is more visual cues. I love that we did this podcast on a live stream experience because I think more than ever, people just want to see someone. People want to see the experience versus hearing something um, to kind of re-engage that life of that they used to have in a virtual aspect. Yeah, totally agree. I love that too. I, I think that that's probably why I like watching TV because I want the visual experience too. Kim, it's so great having you on here, giving us all your tips and tricks. I got to ask you though, I want to put you on the spot a little bit, but if you had to give our listeners just one piece of advice or takeaway from uh, everything that you've learned from your event managers, what would that be? Um, well, first and foremost, if any of my clients are listening, um, I just respect you guys so much. And it's such a pleasure to work with you and 
support you guys through this. We're, we're all in this together. Um, but I think we kind of touched upon it. My one advice is really maximize this time. I think that there's so much opportunity, especially from an executive perspective on looking at event producers more than ever on being creative in this marketing and new experience. If you can come with in, you know, a plan or ideas or suggestions and kind of you know, well thought through, um, make you look like the, the rock star, make you be the one that's invaluable to the company, truly, right? And stay positive. I think that was two or three, but that's okay. That, that's what happens every single time we ask that question. <laughs> that's it's the hardest question. <laughs> that's okay though. Well, thank you Kim so much for joining us today. I got some new ideas out of this conversation and I bet our listeners did too. And this is our, you know, very special edition Friday video cast. Kim is always so much fun to talk to. I love her energy and the things her clients are doing to stay busy. Yeah, I was actually taking notes on some of the things she was saying. Who knew there was a live stream of an aquarium? Like, I want to leave and go watch that on my TV all day. Yeah, me too. So thank you to Kim and her clients and all our listeners for joining us this week on the How Great Events Happen podcast. To get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast and check out the episode description for a link to additional resources. And if anyone out there has tips or tricks they'd like to share, let us know by emailing us at podcast at cvent.com. We'd love to have you on the show. And before you know it, we will have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.